This is the BBC. This podcast is supported by advertising outside the UK. This is the BBC. Raj and Pablo on BBC Asian Network. Guys, thank you for downloading some of the best bits of the Raj and Pablo show, the number one Bollywood show on the BBC Asian Network. On this week's download, you'll be able to hear from Dia Mirza, one about being appointed UN Environment's Goodwill Ambassador for India and about starring in the Sanjay Dutt biopic. And as usual, Salila Charya with the latest happenings in Bollywood, including how Kapil Sharma's film has feared at the box office. Uh-huh. This is about three Desi boys. Who am I talking about? Who? Our muscles from Mumbai. Oh, Salila Charya. Salila, how are you doing? <laughs> Very good, guys. Very good. We're actually five Desi boys now. We take the two of them and the three of us. Oh, I yes. see. Of course, John and Akshay always included. Yeah, we should have like a famous, like, you know, the Enid Blyton books, a famous five. <laughs> the famous five. The famous, the famous five Desi boys, yeah. Now, uh, there's been two releases, like this Sunny Leone's film uh, with Arbaz Khan and Kapil Sharma's film, Farangi. Um, what do you think of them? How are they doing? Both dismally, sadly. You know, mm-hmm. Kapil Sharma's film, uh, an honest attempt by Kapil to make a film, which he's produced himself. You know, and people are so used to seeing him in a comedy avatar. I don't think they could see him in this avatar. And uh, he's all right, but the film is rather slow. So he didn't need a very good opening at all. I don't see it picking up as well. And, well, Sunny Leone, she's great as the item girl, you know, and she's like a good luck charm for a number of films. But we're still back to square one. Uh, you know, the acting department has a lot to be desired. And Arbaz Khan, well, I don't know, maybe he got a lot of money for this film because it is open dismally. Only 20 lakh rupees made on the opening day. So, I mean, even uh, across the world, you understand those are really low numbers. But yeah, there we go. So both these films are not doing too well. So Tamari Sundu will continue to benefit, which is great for Vidya Balan. Yeah, that's doing really well. I love that film. That's a magical film. Um, now, talking about, uh, you know, uh, controversy with movies and things not doing well, um, this movie hasn't even hit the screen yet. But And obviously, I'm talking about Padmavati. So much has been going on. But now we've got another layer where uh, Kangana's not showing support for Deepika in the movie. Shabana Azmi has actually come up with a petition that all of the top heroines, from Ali Abad to Kriti Sanan to everyone, signed. Kangana hmm. refused to sign that. And that goes back to, you know, this rivalry that she's admitted on a number of chat shows that she has with uh, Deepika Barakun. It's documented. And uh, it's, uh, well, she said nobody came out in support for me in a written petition when she had her controversy with Rithik Roshan. Hmm. So she chose, and in an open, she's not even hidden it. She told Shaman Azmi, I do not want to sign it. So she's the only name in the lo- roster of what. Uh, 26 or 27 actresses, all the top actresses, who've not signed it. The only two notable exceptions, Priyanka Chopra, who's not in town, and Kangana Ranaut. That's it. What does Shabana say? Because Shabana does not hold back. Well, she's not very happy about it. Actually, mm. She was actually a little shocked. And that's a statement that's come out of the press, that she's been a little shocked by it. But we all know that Kangana doesn't do things just because she has to. Mm. And uh, she chooses to say that, no, there's no love lost between the two of them. And... Uh, well, the thing is, it doesn't really matter about these petitions right now. It's become such a political debate that now this might just take away from the politics of it and might come into the rivalry between Deepika and Kangana, which exists in Bollywood. Isn't Kangana's next film also about a uh, uh, historical Maharani who um, is set in the same era? Jasi Girani, yes, yes. Yeah. 
Mani Karnika, is, it's it's called. That itself is going to be in a bit of a soup. It's Ketan Mehta suing her. Hmm. So I don't see that also oh, having no. an easy run. Yeah, that's going to be trouble as well. Uh, and uh, listen, we all love him, uh, and this is no surprise to us uh, because he's been doing so well at the box office. Varun Dhawan, um, he's hiked his rates, hasn't he? Two million dollars is what he's asking now, about thirteen crores. Wow! But I think rightly deserved. It's because his films are not just doing well. I mean, we all know it's documented. Everyone's making big money, and eventually, you know, if you have films that are critically acclaimed and don't make money, and a number of those actors charge huge money. Why not give it give money to the one of the biggest money spinners in the Bollywood world right now? That has to be Varun Dhawan, and we all say that he's had nine consecutive hits in a row. It's about time. And Karan Johar actually is the one who's made him hike up his rate, and two million dollars is apparently what he's quoting. And what's happened to Siddharth? So <laughs> he's gone the other way. Oh, no. Siddharth's getting about three hundred grand a film, which is. Still, I think whatever. See, Siddharth hasn't had a hit at the box office at all. So, I mean, this is uh, it's still stick based on obviously box office numbers. Uh, if you leave aside the eighth villain, uh, almost all of Siddharth's films put together, even brothers included, have not made as much as Jurva. You know, wow. and that's the, the sad statistic. You know, all of them are in the 10 and 20 crore range. I mean, if you go through the numbers, uh, sadly, this is a numbers game. It's, this is not, you know, perception. This is flat out numbers that have not made the numbers. Even Ittifaq, the last film, uh, making about 30 crores. And so that's what I'm saying. So people are happy if it makes 25 or 30 crores for a Siddharth Malhotra film because that might just recover money. But Varun Dhawan is hitting 130 crores with Jurva too. That's the difference. Wow. Uh, now, uh, Salil, this has been going on for a while. Konkana Sen Sharma, who's a wonderful actress, um, and Ravid Shore, um, have they separated again? Did they come yeah, back together? Um, and she's no, going no, for a new avatar. Separated. Yeah, yeah. She, they've completely separated, and this is straight from the horse's mouth. Uh, so they live in separate houses completely. She's her new avatar is now. She needs to make a lot of money. That's what she says. She's now directing films, uh, directing ad films right now, and then written two scripts. So you'll be seeing a lot more of Kangana of uh, Konkara and Sharma. Whether it's acting, whether it's producing, whether it's directing, everything's going to be coming up a lot in the next couple of years. I'm very happy, actually. I think she's a very underutilized actress. I think she's one of the finest performers that we have. And uh, I do hope that we see a lot more, including Ranveer, who's a brilliant actor as well. Mm. Sometimes relationships don't work, but as performers, both of them are spectacular. She is absolutely brilliant. Um, Lipstick um, Under My Book was one of the best films of this year, I think. Absolutely. And in fact... It was the most profitable films of the year as well, also made on a shoestring budget. It really made a lot of money as well. And who can forget Talwar or even Akira, where Sonakshi Sena was there and she was a cop. So she's actually had a lot of these cameos, but I do see her now doing some full-fledged roles very soon. Um, and quickly, Salil, before you go, uh, I know we spoke about Padmavati. Is there any whisper about a release date? In fact, it's worse. Uh, they're fighting. There's a parliamentary committee hmm. that is headed by a number of people in parliament that are now, uh, they have been shown the film and they've had reservations at, about the film. So I don't even know. You might just actually see a cut version of Padmavati, not what Sanjeevi Bansali originally wanted to show being released, if at all it does release, at the, uh, maybe mid-Jan. Oh, no. Salil, thank you very, very much. And of course, we'll catch up with you again uh, next Saturday. Raj and Pablo on BBC Asian Network. We are delighted and honoured and absolutely over the moon about this. Um, She's, she's a friend of ours and a friend of the shows. One, uh, she's one of the leading actresses, producers from the Indian film industry, but she's also a 
a very keen environmentalist. Uh, she's just been appointed United Nations Environment Goodwill Ambassador for India after winning two awards for environmental uh, activism this year. She is the one and only Miss Dia Mirza and she joins us live from Mumbai. Dia, welcome to the Rajan Pablo Show and congratulations. What an honour. Thank you. Thank you, Rajan Pablo. You know, while you were introducing me, I was thinking about how many times in the last 17 years both of you have been a part of the big moments in my life. And oh. it's so incredible. Oh, oh thank so, you so, so much. Thank you. It's so bizarre that you were saying that. Um, I was telling Pablo, uh, the first time that we actually met you was with your mum. It was in Glasgow. Yes. How when was that? What year was it? Very long time, time ago. ago. <laughs> Just when we started. Yesterday. I yesterday. Think our, our, our careers started <laughs> at the same time. All of us. But you know that that's one of the things that you know that um, we were talking about this this morning because like you know there's the glamour side, there's the beauty side about you, but there's also always been this serious side about caring about the environment, about animals, about things that should be right. Where does that come from, dear? I think it comes from your upbringing and your childhood. Um, it, it, it comes from my parents and my education. Uh, I went to, you know, we've discussed this uh, at length in the past about how I was raised in an environment that helped me understand that we are not apart from nature, but apart of nature. Mm-hmm. And how we treat our environment has so much to do with how we become as people and, and you know, the health that we enjoy or the, you know, the bad health that, you know, we we become victims of. Um, and I think in the last seven and a half, eight years, I've really, really focused on improving environmental consciousness and awareness because uh, so many of the problems that plague our society have to do with um, the fact that climate change is real and uh, the intensity of drought, floods, mm. um, you know, forest fires uh, is increasing because of this. And it's impacting human life uh, and, and wildlife. And, um, you know, there is this misplaced idea of progress and growth and well-being that is not rooted in the understanding, which we've had actually, ancient civilizations have had, that all our well-being, everything that we have and will become, comes from nature. I mean, it's not that, you know, especially like India hasn't been trying because um, uh, recently in Delhi, um, I was there, uh, you know, over quite a long period of time. Uh, there was, a, and there still is, a huge issue with the smog. Um, and I think the government tried to kind of uh, cut down what registrations, if your car was a certain registration, you know, you could go out, uh, you could drive your car that day. If it wasn't a certain registration, you, you couldn't drive your car. Do you think that you are getting support already with um, things like that in place? I think support will come with awareness um, and um, because now the problem has reached and manifested itself in urban centers and it's not unavoidable and it's not staring us in the face. Um, it's not something that we can even you know, begin to neglect at any level. Uh, I, I, and the, the unfortunate reality that confronts us is that 20 out of the most polluted cities in the world uh, are uh, 10 of which are in India. And uh, this is, so this is not, I mean, I know the national media has been focused only on Delhi and has been talking about the smog in Delhi, but the fact is that there are 25 cities in India that are dealing with air pollution, like severe levels of air pollution. And um, 
I think the intentions uh, um, exist, but I think it needs a very strong political and public will to uh, change uh, uh, things and to fix the problem. But the good news is that it can be fixed uh, if addressed in, in the manner that it needs to be. And uh, I hope to be able to advocate that in India and help spread that awareness. And that's really uh, one of the primary roles that I will be playing as uh, the UN um, Environment Goodwill Ambassador in India. Uh, well, so how did, how did they approach you? What happened? Well, I think they are an organization mm. that, uh, you know, appoints people who, who they know has a very strong passion and drive for the cause. And I, I would like to believe that it is my, uh, you know, undying spirit <laughs> and passion over the last seven years and all the aspects of environmental protection that have been involved in and worked on within India that helped them understand that I would be a, a, a good spokesperson for them and a good advocate for them in India. But, you know, Dia, you know, on the other hand, you know, like, we know what Bollywood is like as well. You know, whatever a Bollywood star like yourself does or, um, and you know, whether it be clothes, you know, the frivolous things as well. Um, do you think you will make an impact, a real impact, one within the industry by doing this, by raising awareness, and also among the general Indian public? You know, Raj and Pablo, with the with the responses that I've received since this announcement was made, if you just go through my Twitter timeline, mm. you will recognize how many people within my industry, my peers, my colleagues, my seniors have been reaching out to applaud this um, you know, appointment, but also endorsing the fact that this is really needed and that, you know, I'm I'm a worthy choice for this because I think they've borne witness to my my passion in this mm. year. And um I think each one of us, uh, and and I can say this uh, uh, with confidence, that every single person in in the film industry recognizes how uh, environmental degradation impacts the health and well-being of every single citizen of this country and this planet, and that we do need to do more. You know, we need to work towards a collective improvement in consciousness. And um, they're all so willing to support, to help, to participate. Each time I've reached out to my colleagues to help me further a message or, you know, kind of amplify um, awareness on a particular aspect that I'm focused on, they've really willingly done so. And because and this comes from their understanding that this, is, this needs to be done. And we're privileged, you know, we're so privileged to have celebrities. And uh, and then to be able to use it to to be a part of social change is just such a wonderful wonderful thing, and I think every one of us recognizes that. Uh, and dear, you know something that we always enjoy seeing is you on the big screen. Yes. So we hear a rumor that your next big movie will be the Sanjay. Dutt, well, you're going to be playing his wife uh, in the biopic. <laughs> yes, I will be playing uh, Sanjay Dutt's wife in the Dutt biopic opposite Ranbir Kapoor. I'm super stoked about the film. I mean, it's been made by my favorite filmmaker, Rajkumar Jirani. I've worked with him in Lagiro Munnabhai in the past, and he's uh, a filmmaker I truly respect with all my heart. And I'm really happy to be working in this film and uh, bearing witness to this incredible uh, story that they're, that they're telling and uh, watching Ranbir at work. My God, it just blew my mind. He's so fantastic. And what about um, your good husband, the lovely style? Uh, are you are you guys still going to be producing movies as well? 
Yes, absolutely. We continue to be multifaceted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we continue to explore uh, the various dimensions of our personality and our, 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 our you know, passions. And uh, so we continue to make films in Bond Free. We will be making full-length features. We are generating content for uh, the internet, uh, for digital programming. We're working on PSAs. We're we're making advertising. We're doing advertising work as well. So all of that is still you know, happening. Well, make sure you give him a warm hug from us. And as usual, it's I a will. pleasure talking to you. And we're very, very proud yeah, of you. Mine. Thank you. Thank you. Take Thank care. You. And I, I, I really look forward to talking more to both of you and seeing how we can collaborate and make it. Indeed. Difference. So do we have to call her, call you your ambassadoress? My husband started calling me Madam Ambassador. Madam Ambassador. <laughs> okay, dear, we get we get the hint. Okay. Thank you, Madam Ambassador. Thank Enjoy you, Madam. the rest of your day. Oh, and we're bowing and walking backwards now. <laughs> take care. <laughs> love you lots. You take I care, love darling. You guys. Bye. You. Bye. Now, if there's anything that you need to ask about Bollywood, all you have to do is email Pablo at bbc.co.uk. Don't forget, you can listen live every Saturday from 10am to 1pm here on the BBC Asian Network. Until next Saturday, bye. bye! Catch up with loads more from BBC Asian Network online or on the BBC iPlayer radio app.